Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. A teenage boy and his father moved to his recently deceased mother's hometown where they encounter the ancient Native American cemetery with the power to raise the dead. We watched 1992's Pet Cemetery 2 for this month's installment, or this week's installment, I guess I should say. Them shitty September sequels. September shitty the sequels. sequels. <laughs> the sequels. Okay, yes. Yes. so we're going to probably harp on this movie a lot, because from part one to part two, there was a lot of differences, okay? One consistent was Mary Lambert was the director. She directed both the first one and the second one. First one being written actually by Stephen King, who wrote the actual screenplay for the movie. This one, some other do, but I do want to read this piece of IMDb trivia before we start the movie. Mary Lambert has stated that her original concept for the film would have involved Ellie Creed as the central character, the only survivor from the first film. However, Paramount was not confident in making the film's lead a teenage girl, so the story was written with completely new characters and a male protagonist. 13-year-old Furlong was cast in the lead role, capitalizing on his rise to fame in the previous year's blockbuster, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. So, to say that there was studio interference is kind of an understatement for this film. So, yeah, let's get into the movie. I don't know what thing you're going to think we're going to shit all over in this film. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> this movie <laughs> is one of my favorites from childhood. <laughs> I don't know why you guys hate this movie so I'm much. not saying I hate this movie. I have no problems with this movie, actually. This movie is so fun and ridiculous. That's the part that... Okay, but I'm saying you go from part one. Oh, and yeah. Part one that. was amazing. And then you go to this one. It's like, what the hell happened, man? Yeah, it got yeah. a little it did get a little muddied. And I I think a lot of people were upset that it had nothing to do with the original storyline other than just the space. But I still loved this movie. Well, let's get into the movie. Uh, did that? They did the opening scene. It's so fake Hollywood. <laughs> I, it, it looked yeah. like it, it looked like it was going to be an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Honestly, yeah, it did. It was very it was very like. We're not showing you the real Hollywood. This is the fake Hollywood. It's it, I don't know. It just gave off that like cheesy '90s like. Well, I bought into it because this was my first go around. So when I saw the opening scene, I'm like, "This is super bad, especially for Hollywood." And then when you see the reveal that she was actually she was actually an actress in a movie, I'm like, "Okay, that all makes sense." Yeah. Did anybody else so, think that theme song that she was walking down the staircase to was very unsolved mysteries? Yes, very much. Yeah, so. a little. I picked up on I that. was like, yeah. that's that's the Unsolved Mysteries theme with just something laid so, over yeah. top of it. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries theme. Everything else looked like Tales from the Crypt episode. Yes, they just yeah. whatever the they're studio like, headline around the they, lot. They, they're like throwing it in there. Like, hey, can we borrow the uh, the tune there for a minute? And we also need that yeah. thing that's going to explode and kill our main actress though on this very set safe with there's just water everywhere. <laughs> Why yeah. did the set have to be wet? I never got that. The floors, if you, okay, if you look in movies, roads, stone, like anything like it, it's always wet because it looks better on camera. Well, I get that, but I'm talking about the thing that she was like that they built this onto the set. That ha I was like, yeah, why I does this too. need to be wet? Yeah, yeah I, I was get, like, like they were. Yeah, it was it was too much water, or I don't know. It was just it wasn't. It wasn't done right. I don't know. Somebody dropped the ball, and the huge fucking studio light just fell down on everything. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. That thing, those things are heavy as shit. So I'm sure that was like huge. 
huge disaster. The thing that I felt. The thing that I found funny in her death or what everything was, the fact that she's sitting there being electrocuted and nobody's running to her aid at all. I know. They're like, like Renee! I get, <laughs> what are you like, going to do, Saul? You being, can't just grab her. Like, she, or you'll get electrocuted, get, too. Yeah. I was like, I get she's being electrocuted, but can you at least try something? Grab, like, your shirt, something to, like, try to pull her off or kill the power or I know. something. Like, somebody unplug un- it, man. Somebody unplug something, quick. Like, somebody do something. And, yeah, that, that to me was like, they're just letting this poor girl die. And would and your like, face melt heard- like that? I always I always wondered, would your face melt like that to the metal I don't in the think, electrocution? I don't think so. Because I, I think you would just be, like, cooked, basically. Like, yeah. I don't think there would yeah. be, like, a melting. Yeah, it wouldn't be all, like, because it, it looked, like, very plasticky, stretchy, like, melting. Yeah. When it she was, melts to the thing. It was kind of ridiculous, like. Yeah. As, okay. Here's why I don't want to say I hated the movie, but there are things that I do not like about this movie. And in this opening scene, there is one thing that I'm like, God, I hate this. Goddamn Edward Furlong's prepubescent. Just Mom! not his fault. All yeah, right. It's his fault. <laughs> it is not his fault. He took the job. It's his fault. We all our voices all changed. Okay. It's not okay, anybody's but, fault. But all I'm saying is in the summers of 91 and 92, all fucking summer <laughs> long, all you hear was goddamn Edward Furlong and his scratchy yelling, scratchy mom. cackle yelling. Mom! Mom, in know. both movies, that's all he was like. He was, paid, he was paid millions of dollars, probably, just to yell "mom." And I wonder how just, much therapy had to go through for a mom complex. You know, a poor kid had one. Yeah, who knows? He's, he's got Ugh. other problems now. So, well, it might all yeah. be the mom complex. You don't know. Hey, get some help, man. <laughs> therapy works. <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but everybody, again, this is one of those horror movies where all the adults are dicks. Is that just a running theme when it's the main the main character is a child? It's just like all the adults yeah. have to be the absolute worst. Well, even the kids were assholes too because what when? Oh he yeah, shows that up was a school? whole town of dicks. A whole town. Yeah. Okay, my whole thing about this fucking are we gonna get into the town or is there anything else we wanted to talk about before we just get into the funeral in the town and all? Um, that? no, I think we remember no. the death. No, let's just get. We can get right into the funeral. If you yeah. wanted to, um, the paparazzi are dicks. <laughs> yeah. That's a note I wrote. <laughs> is this, this well, was your first time, Saul? Is that what you said? This was yeah, the this first... was my first time watching the movie, yeah. Oh my goodness, Saul. How did you miss this one? I don't know. <laughs> I can see why. Edward like, Furlong. Because I mean, Edward Furlong well, is in it, and you're I, like, nope. I knew there was a second one, but I had no idea who was in it. So when I found out Edward Furlong was in it, I'm like, what the fuck, he's in this? And then as the movie progressed, I'm like, okay, you got him, you got one of the doctors from ER, you got the kid from Big and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in it playing a dick. So, and then you got the the sheriff. Oh, excuse me, he was a twin from Overboard, all right? (laughs) (laughs) I know him from Big. We don't need to go through his whole resume. We should, because that kid, like, raised me pretty much. He had, like, eight movies, and then he (laughs) just just dropped off the face of the earth. He did, but good for him. That's a better way to do it than staying in the spotlight. Actually, on his IMDb, he's in one episode of, like, everything. He's another one of those guys. Mm. Yeah, and then... Then then the, the the sheriff I've seen in a bunch of bunch of other things. So I was surprised with the people that were in this. I'm like, okay, so, they're trying to. So you have a Go little ahead. girl. So you hear you hear Clancy Brown every time SpongeBob is on, because all I can hear I know, through I this hear. whole movie is Mr. Krabs with the with the, <laughs> we more haven't of the gotten main her into SpongeBob accent. Yet. Okay, well, we haven't gotten her into SpongeBob. 
No, 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 it's not. <laughs> yeah, stay away from it. Anyway, <laughs> so they they go for why do they move to the the town? Okay, here's the thing that kind of confused me because even the even the IMD synopsis was like the dad and the son moved to the mom's hometown. Yeah, but. It kind of made it seem when Mr. Krabs comes up and he's like, you don't remember me. I'm Gus. And he's like, yeah, I remember you. So I'm like, did he go to school there too? Like, was he from there as well? Like, I don't get it. Or it was just that That's he had what met it him before. Like. Yeah. Like, it, I That's don't know. What it it was, seems like. Yeah, I was always confused about that. I'm like, or did he just know him from before? Like, you know, one time that they, you know, I guess it was their summer house or whatever. So I imagine there was just some other time where he's like, hi, I'm the sheriff. I used to bang your wife. Yes. The yeah. weird. The weird- the weird thing about the scene where he told him how he used to date his mom and how he was a prom king and all this stuff, that to me made it seem like, okay, they did all go to school together, and somehow he managed to woo her away from him. And I thought they were going to get into that, but it's just weird because they never really explained why, other than that being her hometown, that they moved back. And again, why would you, if you're trying to get your son away from the memory of his mom by getting him out of LA, why would you move to this town that like she yeah. rose from the ashes from? Like, it's a small town. I know. It's definitely think- everybody's going to know about like, oh yeah, she's from this town. And so like everybody's going to swarm around that idea. Why would you move to that and town? Do you think she wanted to be buried there? Like, why did they bury her there? Like, there that was so like, many questions. Yeah, I wouldn't, if I was from some yeah. shit town like that, I'd be like, I'm not going back there. Mm-hmm. Screw that. Like, Nope. Anywhere and else. none of her family was there either. I know. You've seen nobody her... else that knows her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Family. I know that besides the paparazzi, I think there was like six people, and mm-hmm. one of them was the priest or whoever. So, and yeah. There's a whole town full of kids, but not that yeah, many and adults. Those, and those three kids in the background that I'm like, that was just creepy to me. Like, I know. Why are you there, like, three if kids? You, if you were a cop, right, and then, you know, this is a small town, so he probably knows these kids and knows what they're going to be. But I'm like, if there's a kid just attending funerals randomly, then yeah, keep an eye on those fucking kids. Like right, those PSA. fucking kids are up to no good. So like those kids are up to no good. They're going to do some. They're going to file this grave. Uh, chances are, right. okay, there was three of them. Chances are, one of them is going to be into necrophilia. Just saying, mm-hmm. out of those Maybe. three. Yeah. Pretty much. It was a Hollywood starlet or whatever you want to call her. So they maybe thought maybe they can get it on with a corpse. You guys are taking this movie into such a weird place. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's all in front of you to see. No, I saw. I've been watching this movie since I was a small child, and I, I related to these children way too much than was necessary as a child. But. There were a lot of. I feel like this whole movie. Okay, there are two things about this movie I want to say. First, the adults and the children all showcase like some incredibly stupid decision making throughout this so, whole movie. So stupid. On both yeah. sides. Yeah. The second thing that I want to say is uh let me let me write uh, let me get to what I wrote down. Okay. The soundtrack of this movie is like an extra character in the film you don't want and didn't ask for. Oh yeah. Oh the soundtrack? Because there was yeah. a lot of times they played music and I'm like that's totally taking you out of the scene. Like this random like Late 80s, 90s no, rock. I wrote, this film Boom. is angsty, and it it's oozy with angst, man. It's just everywhere throughout the it, whole It oozes music, was, everything. I agree with Paul. There was a song on there where the lyrics I picked up on were, I want to die like Jesus. Yes. Like, what the was it, fuck does that, that have the, to do was with that anything? that the weird, like, rock one in the middle? Yeah, like, I, I don't remember what yes. it was, but yeah, no. I'm like, yeah. why are we wanting to die like Jesus? He goes through a couple different people that have died 
in that song, yeah. I believe. Yeah. But I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> these songs totally take you out of the seeds because it's like this. I think the movie could have been better if you just changed the fucking music. It's the whole yeah. story is kind of like a weird setup because it's trying to relate back to the first, but in no real coherent way. Like you have the dad who's a vet. That's kind of like the doctor, you know, Dr. Creed. And then you yeah, have this lone, town. this lone child. They've just suffered a loss. Like, it's kind of like they're trying to connect things that don't really connect and still make it Pet Cemetery, But there's nothing yeah. that makes it Pet Cemetery. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. like, it's like they knew like, shit, we're losing the audience. We got to bring up the first movie again. So like, there's oh, random scene. We and I'll never you understand. About, you heard about the Creed murders yet? The okay. thing that I've never understood about this movie, and we can get through it. We can, you know, talk more about it as we go through the scenes. But there's some weird fucking town conspiracy to get the mom buried in the pet cemetery throughout this whole thing. Like, And they don't really yeah. explain it. But at certain times, I'm like why are they trying to get him to bury like who is who is behind this plot yeah it's like there's some unseen force that's like invading his dreams and like the dad's dreams and i'm like what are with these weird sexual zowie wolfhead dreams i know that don't make any sense like, like chase had sex with zowie basically in in the wife's tits yeah. The first thing you yeah. do is like, all right, these are back. <laughs> I wrote down Chase as a boob man. Yeah. It's so that's all weird, he concentrated man. on. And as soon as he looks up, she sees the, the dog dog wolf head and it attacks him, which okay, yeah, even just, yeah, even the, the housekeeper, right? Marjorie Hargrove. I'm like, you're oh, just Marjorie. You're just trying to move in and be like, you know, take over the family. I'm no, like, her first thing is like, oh I had Adored Mrs. Hollow. Yeah. Oh, Her, look at this dress. I was like, okay, yeah. And then the dress falls down the stairs and this bitch is just, let me get it. And picks it up and it's like, look at this thing. It's gorgeous. <laughs> like, starts putting it up. I was this like, that's a dead lady's. Yes. I was like, that's a dead lady's dress. Put mm-hmm. that down, bitch. What I are know. You why doing? does it make why does it make a difference if like it's a dead person? Like this was uh, this was you know Renee whatever Holloway I think her name was. Yeah, something. This like was that. Renee Holloway. I got dress, you know like. Weird. When they introduced her, I got fatal attraction vibes from her, but they she really wasn't that big of a part of the movie. So I'm like, No, and her character was weird because she had similar hair color to the mom. And like they kind of picked an actress that kind of looked like the mom and like went that route. But again, there was yeah, Yeah. but there was no real storyline to it. It was just like a different theme thrown in. That's why I'm saying this was a complete like studio interference, like cash grab like all right the movie did well let's make another one it's, right? a, it's like on par with dc this, I, this, is, this is why we picked it this, this is our shitty september sequels because oh. we're like the first was great and then the second one they just made for money and it was crap mm-hmm. yeah okay and i also want to yep. point out like okay i want to point out one thing here is another thing they dig her up like six months later like how how long is it let's because, get to that at the end because this is no, you know, I, I just want to say okay fine we'll get to the, the end but i'm like there's a lot of shit here that i'm like okay you want to make this movie like an extension of the first one but then you're ignoring rules we set forth in the first one I know. <laughs> yeah all right we'll get to that when we get to the fucking ending because it go oh, that ending man that ending it's okay oh. i love this movie because it's batshit crazy but i don't <laughs> love this movie because i'm like why even like why even associate it with the first pet cemetery like just yeah uh, if it had could like, been its own thing it might have been better off 
It like, could you have know, been if crazier it was like in its same own way. universe, but has nothing to do with the creeds or like just you know something that has you know its complete own story. But this, no way. Like to me, it just seemed like they were trying to set up way too many things, and they're just creating them. They're like they were writing themselves into holes, and they're like, shit, we can't go that way because it's gonna it's gonna veer off this way. Like the thing with uh with the housekeeper, they made her look too much like the mom, and then they just completely forgot. Like crap, we can't do anything with her. And they turned her into a bit part. They try to do too many throwbacks to the original. And they're like, crap, we can't make it too much like the original because it is a sequel. And it's just, you have too many things going off in too many directions. They didn't really tie those strings and they just left a giant jumbled mess, in my opinion. Oh, yes. It's definitely a jumbled mess. Yes. It's entertaining, though. Mm -hmm, I mean, it is entertaining. It's okay. For me, it's it's a good movie, but it's a bad movie. And that's I'll, I'll get I'll get into my final thoughts later, I guess. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a movie. That's all I'm gonna say. It's a movie. It's, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually Jeff Edward Furlong's character meets Drew and his uh, big dumb dog Zowie. <laughs> oh no! And we meet. That we formally dog. meet Gus, who is Major Dick, uh, police yes. chief. But I used to date your mom. Oh no! The, I wrote. Yeah. Hey Jeff, did you know I used to fuck your dead mom? Because that's basically what happens. I wrote, well, okay, I don't think he fucked her when she was dead. I mean, I hope not. But, hey, Jeff. Well, she's dead now. I I wrote down, uh, hey, Jeff, you know I banged your mom. And then I put small town dude sex with celebrity. Like, that's, like, got to be, like, every celebrity has probably got that. Where, like, just, you know, some guy you dated in high school and he's just, like, a greasy, stained wife beater shirt. And he's like, yeah, but I had sex with her. We went to prom. I used to date her. Yep. Like I used to date her, and that's like his. And that's Gus. That's basically Gus. Thing. But then he was yeah. sheriff because this was how shitty this town is. They're like, all right, well, Gus, I guess, is the sheriff. So. <laughs> uh, town full of dicks, and we meet Clyde, yes. one of the the hoodlums the next that sheriff were in town. <laughs> yeah, no, I, he was one of the hoodlums yeah. at the the gravesite because <laughs> he needed to be there to see the funeral for some reason. <laughs> but Clyde has it out for poor Jeff for some reason. He does not. He just doesn't like him. He just doesn't like him. And Order, he just, yeah. like, Clyde's constantly being like, hey, your mom's dead. Like, the, why? <laughs> the dynamic between them in the beginning reminded me a lot of, like, Hocus Pocus, where it's like, hey, Hollywood. Yeah. No, yeah. Ice. And- <laughs> yes. I told you. It's ice. <laughs> yeah. did. And then his, his little lackey, the one with the the hair, little, little, little poof in front of his face, like his hair poof in front the of him. The 90s poof, yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. The the He's, one yeah. that the one that for no reason had a Georgia accent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And this is another thing that bothered me. Okay. They filmed the first one in Maine, like actually in Maine. This one, because it was cheaper, they decided to film in Georgia. Yeah. And to pass it off as Maine. And that one kid that was one of the other like underlings of uh Clyde. When he says something to him, he's like, "Then the pet cemetery." And I'm like, "Why does he? They, they didn't tell this kid not to use his accent at all, like, or that was the best he could do, maybe." I think that was the best he could do. They're like, "Damn it, he's too hillbilly for us to even try to." All right, no more lines for that. Kid, but that that's yeah. it. I love how though there's so much bike riding in this movie. Like they really tried to focus on the children without focusing on the children. It's there's a lot of bike riding going on, and then you're supposed to see things in the background. Like there's this one shot of where they they drive or they bike ride past the Creed's mailbox, and that's supposed to tell you that you know 
they're in the same spot and they're almost hey, to the pet cemetery. Hey, <laughs> just in case you guys forgot, this is this is the pet cemetery. And too. and don't worry because the yeah. road that little gauge got hit on isn't as dangerous as now. It's perfectly safe to ride your bike yeah, up and down all <laughs> over the place. A, apparently, there's a new route for those trucks to take. Oh my goodness! Yep. And so they get down to the pet cemetery and they're like, "Hey, have you guys heard about this place that brings the dead back? It's right over there." They didn't even cover it up. Yeah, like okay, nothing happened. They just put a sign that says "Keep Out," and they just expected that that's going to keep everybody out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here's my question for the town. All right. Does everyone know? Is everyone stupid? Yeah, everyone or are they knows. All in denial. No, like, they that, all I, know. You, you don't know, like. No, I wrote notes about this extensively yeah, in here. Yeah, okay, because that's my thing too. I'm like, okay, I was I like, think all these fuckers know. I was like, there's no consistency. It's like, no. well, if if even the fucking kids in your town know the secrets of the fucking Indian burial ground, then this is not a secret, right? Yes, and even no. even fucking dickhead Clyde is like, you should go dig up your dead mother and stick her up there. And put her like, up, yeah. I'm like, why? Why would Clyde want him to do that? Well, Clyde has no. I, I know why Clyde wants that. But you don't ignoring the signs he and, went to a funeral for a reason man and poor jeff is yeah. just having the worst time of his fucking life <laughs> he's just lost his mom his dad's moved him to this horrible shit town and basically just abandoned him there he's got that horrible not shrill only voice. Did he lose his, <sighs> like not only did he lose his mom he watched her die yeah That's he watched her really be electrocuted yeah uh, yeah, so let's so move. That, to, let's move to a town where we'll be constantly reminded about your mom. Mm-hmm. So much uh, so that okay, uh, you pointed out that they're like, oh, they they're gonna love her and adore her in this town. I'm like, but that little memorial in the hallway was like, that's like four magazine covers, I man. Know. Like these were all you could find. I do want to point out that it's funny that the. Uh, the clip that they keep watching of the mom on a different movie where I'm like, it's funny that why do you guys just keep watching this one clip where she gets smacked around? Cause they only paid yeah. for that. that clip. Was, that's actually what it is. Like that <laughs> yeah. was, a, that was a clip from a movie called once upon a time in America. And that she was actually just in that movie. So they just use that clip for that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, but they could have oh picked goodness. a better scene where it's just like, Nope, they, just they paid for one times. clip and that was what but they I'm like, as a, as a grieving son and, and estranged husband, would you really want to see the scene where she gets smacked around and like, apparently keep watching this so. One? No, everybody in this town likes to watch weird stuff because the next scene is Gus watching his rabbits. Fuck. And, yeah. and, and he's petting Every his rabbit. There and I'm was, like, what? Is this some, is he fucking that rabbit? There was not a scene in this movie that showed the rabbits where there were not two rabbits fucking. <laughs> Like every time, you're like, why are there? There's more rabbits than last time. Like, the rabbits oh are just out goodness. of control in this movie. That's what it turns into. Like Pet Cemetery Three, it's just invasion of rabbits. <laughs> the Night of the Lupus. They end up getting uh, buried somehow into the pet cemetery, and it's. And I love how they keep trying to throw your attention in different directions with this, because like, there's a scene where Jeff comes into the kitchen and the maid Marjorie is there. Because that's what she is, right? She's like a she an said, assistant. I'm your new housekeeper. Yeah, a housekeeper or something. And and she's not doing anything really bad. Yeah, and he just looks her at her. Though. He just looks at her and goes, You're not my mom. And I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted her to go, No, I'm your maid. That's why I'm yeah, handing you breakfast. <laughs> I don't I wanted her to be like, you know, you're not my mom. I'm like, I know, I'm here. Oh, burn. Well, that would have just added up Jeff's like shit having time because he's just not having a good time. Hey, but if Marjorie (laughs) wants to weasel her her way into Chase's arms. Did you say weasel her way? (laughs) (laughs) 
weasel hole. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. There we go. Oh, uh, and then Gus is molesting fucking Drew's mom in the kitchen. Like there was not a scene where these two people were in. I know. That they much like all the rabbits. Each other. Much like the rabbits. <laughs> much like the rabbits. Like. Jeez, mom, I didn't, can, I'll take the mashed potatoes because you hold the orgasm. No, oh, stepdads are the worst, and I should know I've had more than my fair share. <laughs> I so think I'm there, on four now. <laughs> was there was there fingering while mom was making mashed potatoes? I don't know. I don't know, man. Because he was like, take the dog out while I put this away. I know. And then later that night, they're having sex. And God forbid a dog interrupt that dude having sex. I know I wrote down there's no easier, there's no quicker way to get rid of a lady boner than, you know, go out and murder a dog real quick. I know, the fucker shoots it, and no one yeah. says anything. No, uh, no. one says Drew anything. Says something. He's the only one, and it's still, it had to be this, like, slide in yeah. at the doctor. Well, like, that was his cry for help. What do you want Drew to do? He's stuck. Like, the I mom know. didn't help him. All she did was look back yeah. at Gus, and she'd be like, okay, we're good. Oh, I know, and I love Gus. Is like, stop looking at me like that. Like, no, fucker, you just <laughs> shot a dog. I will look yeah. at you how I want to. <laughs> okay. Like, okay, okay. okay, let's let's analyze this though. Cause where's Chase gonna go? Because Gus is the fucking sheriff. I know. Man. So like who are you gonna go to yeah. in this fucking town? I know, Port Drew. Everybody in this town needs therapy. And yes. and and possibly, you know, some adult <laughs> supervision. Because they're just leaving the, the Indian burial ground out that everybody knows about that brings dead bodies back. They're just leaving it out there, just making sure they're they're using the honor system. Like, is what they that are. really is. It's like if you have a huge sinkhole somewhere, they're like, all right, just don't go to that side of town anymore. We just know not mm-hmm. to go over there. And what does this dumb child do? Immediately wants to bring his dead dog I know. back to and, life. And, okay, horror yeah. PSA: If you are driving down a desolate road and there's a couple of kids walking down the street holding a dead animal and they're going into the forest. Maybe call somebody. Maybe check. I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, and if you know that, these kids up to? And if you know that you're in the town where there's a Native American burial ground somewhere that brings things back to life, yeah, yeah. you should probably stop and say something. And why did somebody give Clyde? Why did okay? Why did Clyde upgrade to a goddamn uh, fucking motorcycle? No, I was going <laughs> to say bike. dirt bike. Yeah. yeah. Why did Clyde <laughs> get upgraded? Like that was like, all right, now he's the full villain because he's blonde yeah. kid on a dirt bike, blonde like every other fucking dirt. movie that we talked about. Was like, <laughs> like his eighty cc's that barely caught up to the fucking bike that Jeff was riding on his mountain bike. Like, change my gears and get out of here. I know. And then poor Drew's like, hey Jeff, my dog's dead because my crazy stepdad shot him. You want to help me bury him? I'll go get a shovel. Uh, I'll go get a shovel. Hey, that's friends, man. <laughs> Jeff's having a well, shit time. Hit. Drew's been traumatized. That's a they're, true friend. They're bonding like, over their go traumatic experiences. Right, dude, I'll go get the a thing that I found weird is how he's sitting at his steps covered in blood. And is well, like, what the fuck did you do if you're covered in blood? And then he's like, my dog's dead. Yeah. Like, like did you kill it? What happened? <laughs> For Lewis and Judd, getting up that little embankment the through the trees was really difficult but those kids had no fucking problem they were they had the stupid agility that kids have and they're just like no you walk up yeah. it's stupid like <laughs> they just go. Uh, yeah okay like okay. the one dude carried like the one child carried a dead dog up there and was just yeah. fine yeah. well later gus carries the mom up there so it couldn't have been that bad well apparently from the first time to the second time they cleared somewhere out yeah. <laughs> they, they made it easier so to yeah. go it's, up okay we're gonna make it easier to get there but we still don't want you to go there hey Hey, we had to put the sign up there, okay? We had to make it easier right. to get we, up there got to don- put the keep out sign. We got donated some <laughs> closet doors and we made a little archway that says keep out. 
Oh, and I love Drew's stupid child line. He's like, if there was just one chance in a million that it would work, wouldn't you try it? And I'm like, exactly why? Somebody needs to put a fucking fence up or something. <laughs> because no, everybody everybody would think that. Well, I could bring somebody yeah. back. Let's just my go hamster. take him up there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, because uh, yeah. you know what? Guys like Clyde would be like, I'm going to put this in there. I'm going to mm-hmm. put this. Like, you're just... Guys like Clyde would just kill stuff to bring it back. Literally, Drew says, yeah. you have to bury your own. That's what the Indians did. Yeah. The kids found How out all it? the rules from hearsay. How is it a secret <laughs> if everyone knows the yes. fucking rules? All the rules were learned okay. from I hearsay. Okay, here, I said earlier, like, there's a lot of shit in part two that, that the rules are broken from part one. There's rules in part two that they break later on in the fucking movie. <laughs> yes, there are. Like, why yes. does Clyde come back? Who was Clyde's? Like, yes. did, because I know Gus buried him. Gus buried him. Like, how is that Gus's how does, to bury? How do, like, right, and how, it's not Gus's. I mean, yeah, he killed him, but like, he's already dead. So how, like, dead people shouldn't be able to bring other dead people back. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> seems it's like, like a workaround, like, yeah. or you're it's gonna like have a whole army of the dead. You're making a, dead. You're exactly. making a copy of a copy. You can't yeah. do that. It's like multiplicity. Yeah. Yep. Like, no, it would have just do dumbed it, it down, <laughs> right? You would have been like, <laughs> the, I like dolphins. I like dolphins. Touch my peppy. Touch my peppy. We're gonna get oh. okay. We can't start we can't. going out. Welcome to Multiplicity the podcast. <laughs> We've seen that movie way too many times. Do it again. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So fuck Clyde is what I'm saying. I know. And then Jeff's like, "Listen, dude. I know your dog just died, but you need to get a grip. It's not gonna come back." And then the dog comes back. <laughs> Hey, dude, so your dog came back. Yeah. Fucking told you, Jeff. And then Gus just finds fucking Drew wandering down the highway. And he's like, what are you trying to prove, boy? I wrote nothing. You shot my dog, you crazy person. I just didn't want to come home. Well, see, I think that's when he's like, (laughs) I went and buried my dog. And he's like, all right, well, I guess I can't get mad at you because I killed your fucking dog. Ugh. And then Zowie comes back and they're like, what are you doing, Lionel? I'm like, has anybody looked at this dog? I know. That dog clearly is dead. Gus. Okay, first of all, first of all, Gus. You clearly grew up in this fucking town, man. You had to have heard the rumors, quote unquote. If, yes. if you, 15-year-old Drew knows. Drew knows the fucking rules about burying your own. Like at no point with yes. glowing eyes and a big gaping wound on the side did Clyde Gus, was telling did stories Gus, of the creeds. So Gus yes. had to have taken yeah. care of some of the creed shit, right? Yes. He's the fucking sheriff, Yeah. Gus. Oh, God. It's like yes. you completely disregard part one, except for the random parts that we... Remind you that part one existed and this is part two. <laughs> and then Except the, to just ignore all that stuff. The vet comes and I love how he's just like, well, who, what happened to your dog? And that's when Drew's like some psycho got trigger happy. Psycho got trigger happy. <laughs> like, yeah, some psycho. See, step Again, who's the he going to call? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, not can't gonna, call them. The, <laughs> first time they, the first time they go to the cemetery when... Um, after Clyde steals Jeff's cat. Why, why did he bring the cat with him? Like, you're just looking to get beat up if you're bringing a fucking cat I or know. something. No, yeah. just leave the cat at home. I don't know. All right. When they first go there and there's that possum, <laughs> that random possum there in the fucking pet cemetery, I'm like, who's your favorite possum? <laughs> Lester! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But no, so Jeff goes, Jeff and Drew go out for Halloween and, uh, they literally throw Jeff's dead mom in his face. <laughs> it's a wow. doll that's dressed up Again, to look like his mother. And Clyde throws assholes. it at Jeff. And then they all laugh. 
<laughs> they're like, look at him go down. He's scared of his dead mother. Like, what? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I wrote down, after the creeds shit, shouldn't the people of this town keep the old Indian burial ground a better secret slash better guarded? Nope. I mean, yeah. what if Pumpkinhead just wandered into the general store in that town, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, hey, Pumpkinhead, how you doing? Like, <laughs> All right, he uh, wants this. See you later, Pumpkinhead. See, I agree with what you guys have said. This is a shit secret that everybody knows about. And put up a fucking fence. Yeah. Do something. I know. They go to go the pet have... cemetery to have Halloween. And he's telling yeah. the story of the creeds to the rest of the town children. And he goes oh into this God. urban legend about how Ellie like, went crazy and hacked up her grandparents. Oh. And then Gus shows up and punches a child, is what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Yeah. And Clyde even literally says in the story, he's like, dug him up and it was all full of maggots and he buried him in the cemetery and then I'm like so you literally know, you like, know the what whole happened story. like yeah. this is the first you're recapping the first movie for us and still y'all yeah. just put up a keep out sign with, like, the, with the oh. old closet doors and just like come on and then here's the other thing that bothered me about Jeff you know these kids are being dicks to you they've bullied you they've traumatized you they took your cat they dressed up on whatever dummy to look like your mom, and you're still fucking hanging out with these kids. I know. There's a scene where like they're all coming out of school, and Clyde and his three goons are, or two goons are standing there, and he's like, "Come here!" And they walk over, and I was like, "No, this, okay, wait, don't it, walk over there." Okay, wait. <laughs> is this a small town thing? Because I wrote down like, why in '80s and '90s movies was there always a random thing or event you had to go to with other people in the town that you hated slash were your enemies? No, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. I didn't go to a lot of shit. It's okay, because yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't grow up in a small town, but I'm like, I would think that you know, if it's a real small town, then you have no choice. It's like either hang out with these people or hang out with no one. Like I don't know. I mean, I I kind of assume that maybe that's what their thing is. It was like, well, these are the only people in you know my age range or whatever. So if I can't hang out with them at all, then you know I'm I'm just stuck at home. Yeah, don't let people throw your dead mom at your face. Still though, <laughs> and still hang yeah. out with them. I don't know though. He did punch Clyde, and I and even Drew was like, "I've never seen anyone punch Clyde." So, mm-hmm. he, so maybe he was like, "All right, well, I'll punch him again." I'll Fuck, punch him. I don't that care. fucker again. Yeah. Uh, That's what I was waiting for him to do when they were around that little campfire thing. When he started talking shit to him, like he's gonna punch him again, mm-hmm. but he didn't do he it. I'm like, "Oh, come on!" You should have stood up to him and just punched him. That's what I waited for. <sighs> and then, at least give Clyde credit when Gus showed up. He tackled um. What's his face Drew so he can get caught and everybody else can get away? Why is that, that credit? That's smart. That's not credit. <laughs> everybody hey, knows that, that Gus be... is abusing this poor child. <laughs> it's not but even. Still, though, that is smart. If you know you're going to get in trouble and you can get somebody else caught instead of you, no. Yeah, don't be that person. No, Saul. Boo. No. Okay. No. okay. It, don't be small, the narc. Okay. It's a small town, though. Gus knows exactly who is fucking there. And it's not like yeah. he can't just be like. Especially that they know that, you know, Drew's going to get the shit beat out of him, right? Mm-hmm. Drew's going to be like, uh, Dave was there. That's Tim. Drew's line. Drew was like, like yeah, he's going like, to beat my ass, is yeah, what he like, said. Oh, he's <laughs> beat my ass. Yeah. So he's like, Dave was there, Tim, like, Jeffrey. Like, he's, he's going to name everybody. So yeah. it's not like, you know, you guys weren't going to mm-hmm. get caught. Like, you might have got away right now. But Gus knows who was there, and if he really wants to go after yeah. you, he's going to go after you. So I know, and I love how Gus is like, you boys better not be drinking, and then you hear the clink, 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 clink. You hear the, you're that, that quintessential <laughs> teen party, yes. like, like, oh, like, even all as a bottles teen, hitting even as a teen, when it was like, and then it was like, what the fuck, all those bottles clink, right? Yeah. And so you're yeah. like, 
guys, that's wow. Like I always just like palm, like face palm. Like I'm like seriously. Like you guys are like, this is so cliche. Mm-hmm. They just like, oh, grab all the bottles and make the fucking noise. I right? know nobody's you know gonna there. know what's going on. But no, Gus just shows up and gets so mad. And like Drew's trying to get up, and then Gus just punches him, and then tries to hit him with a cross. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, I don't gonna, yeah, he was going to kill him. Yeah, like, he, he was going like, to go too far, and then Zowie shows up and rips out his neck. Zowie kills yeah. is what I wrote. Yeah, and I'm just like, good, Gus sucked, but the kids are okay. like, we got to bring him back. I was like, no, right. no, you guys totally could have gotten off. You guys totally okay. could have gotten away with that. Here's here's yeah. what I wrote. Zowie kills, right? Mm-hmm. That's done. I thought it was funny when he was like, we killed him. Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, there's a fucking blood bubbles coming out of his fucking neck. I'm pretty sure he's dead, you know? And I wrote, they didn't even do anything. I know. It's like, I wrote, just fucking leave. The dog gets blamed, and they'll probably just put him down, and then this whole mess goes away. Right? Just walk away. No more dead dog that you don't know what the fuck's going to do. No more Gus beating on you. Right? You totally could have been like, in the kitchen. He he showed up. We ran away. We got away. End of story. And not not that you couldn't see that Drew got hit. And then like Jeff would be like, yeah, he Gus hit Drew. Zoe, show, Zoe was, showed up. We Zoe left. Zoe showed up. He, and then we ran off. We don't know what happened. Right? Like, just don't touch him. But they're like, we can bring him back. And I was like, no, that's dumb. He wasn't good at being alive yeah. the first time. <laughs> don't bring it. Here's another horror PSA. If they weren't good at being alive the first time, they're going to really suck at being alive the second time. So just don't do yeah. it. Okay? <laughs> don't bring that if guy you back. you suck at life the first time, why should you get a second <laughs> yeah. chance? If you weren't nice exactly. the first time around, sorry. Second chance is out. And then they establish and break a rule again in this fucking movie. Because they bring Gus back. And then the next day or whatever, when... Jeff sees uh, Drew for the first time and he's like, yeah, he's real nice to me. And he gave me extra French toast this morning and it's like a real family. Oh, yeah. So they set up this thing. Where it's like, yeah. well, maybe they come back the opposite of the way they were. Right. But yeah. we had already seen before that while Jeff was having a nightmare of Gus, uh, Drew's mom was getting raped by zombie Gus. And that's not something anybody yeah. wants. Yeah. Nobody so wants now, to get raped. So now by we zombie. just have what did I write down? I think we have a. Uh, the Gus the raping zombie is what I wrote. Down. Yeah, and I love how he can't really command his body yet. Like he's throwing Although, his yes. head around, but he gets horny. Gus <laughs> the drunk raping zombie is mm-hmm. what I called him. Here's the one thing that I found funny when he was trying to dress his wounds. You could obviously hear the shower going, right? Yeah. He's like, why not take a shower, clean up as much as you can while you're in there, and then bandage yourself up? Why did you have to bandage yourself up before you took the shower? Because he's not thinking. He's yeah, not, he's, he's not, not a. So yeah. That's why I'm like he's kind of a zombie, but he's not. Like he's just a mindless, like zombie almost. You know. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's there. He's way he's more alive. comical than they were in the first. Yeah, he starts out. The, uh, yeah, he starts off really stupid, but then he kind of gets dark and like, oh, I'm going to kill people mm-hmm. now. And then the other thing that I noticed, not only with uh, Gus, but also the dad, they all got bit in the arm. Okay, you have. An injury to your arm because obviously dog bites suck. None, they all forgot about those. Yeah. Like he's more worried, like, okay, dress the wound that you have on your neck, obviously, but you still have wounds on your arm because that dog was gnawing and tearing away at your arm before he went towards your neck. I just found that a little weird. It was like they just completely forgot about the dog bite on the arm. Well, that's when we get to the scene that will make you question your love for mashed potatoes forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
And then Gus's neck starts oozing. No, I also, I wrote when they were talking, when Drew's like, we're like a real family. I put, oh, poor Drew's delusional. And Jeff should have told him that. But Jeff's just really dealing well, with his own Jeff's shit at the time. The right, <laughs> Jeff's not in the right frame of mind to be like talking to about anybody. I know. Or, like, and they're, they're like, hey, let's stay the night at each other's house right now. Yeah. I'm like, no. Because he even says that when he was, a, he's completely different. He's like, we did this, he did this. And oh, you can stay the night if you want. I know. I'm like, why? Why is that? Why would you want to go stay the night? Like, don't. You got to check out the zombie dad now. Like, all right, what can we get away with now? Mm -hmm. Like, he's the sheriff and we control him. <laughs> I know. And then the, then they discover, well, the, the vet, the, do, the dad vet discovers that Zowie is missing. And I'm like, see, you guys should have totally just left Gus out there. It's clear the dog, like, got out. Like it's yeah. all the evidence Perfect would have been there time. for you to just have not needed to have Gus. Like you could, you could have gotten rid of Gus, Drew. Man. Perfect crime. Perfect alibi. <sighs> and yeah, I, this, that's where I wrote. That's when they have that scene when they come out of the school that day is why do they keep listening to Clyde? He's a dick because that's when he calls them over. And I think Drew, uh, Jeff's dad shows up and tells him to stay away from Zowie then. Before yeah. before they have their sleepover, yeah, because he had talked about the the blood being dead and all that from the from the other guy at the lab, yeah, the the, yeah. the vet lab mm -hmm. or whatever, right? So that's what he's like, if you see him, stay away. But then I'm like, he goes home and he's like super scared about no, the he dog first, or what? No, like, he first goes and visits the crazy ex vet who's just sitting yeah. around oh, playing with right. dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> But were they dead? Because that bird wasn't. The bird wasn't, but that dog, he, that taxidermy dog, he was giving new eyes to, sure was. <laughs> okay, I, I want to point something out while we're here, actually, because I kind of forgot about this. The IMDb trivia goes into great detail about how they filmed all the scenes with the animals. Really? So you don't, like, think that, like, it goes into really super great detail about how when in the, uh, when the Zowie first comes in and chases that kitten, it's like, the kitten did this. They shot them all separately. Like they weren't even together in the yeah. scenes and all that. And like, it's like, it goes overly detailed to be like, look, we didn't fuck with any animals. We didn't, we didn't hurt any animals. Animals weren't hurt or scared or sad at any point in this movie, <laughs> even though there's a lot of animal shit in this movie. But so yeah, all the taxidermy stuff was real, except for the dog he was playing with, which is a puppet. Mm. So don't oh. think that they were playing with the real pug. <laughs> But the, the crazy ex-vet tells dad vet to get out of the town. Just get the hell out of that town. Again, that he asked, yeah. Again, he asked him about it. He's like, just let it go. Let yeah, what go? Just leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Just leave it alone. Just get out of there. Yeah, and that's when you have the super gross mashed potato scene. And he also is I fucking Jeff really hard while he's eating those mashed potatoes. That he is. He's like fucking Jeff with his eyes in that yeah, scene. There was a little. Uh, <laughs> I was like, why is he so intense? And this was after the boys sat around and watched Gus skin and gut his rabbits. Well, they had to make dinner. I don't get why the hell they were sitting there watching him do that. I don't either. It's so weird. I'm like, what is going on? Maybe they on? were scared. They were like, all right, he's got a knife. We don't know what the fuck he's going to do because technically he's dead, man. He could just <laughs> fucking. I mean, we don't know what's going on right now. So Jeff is getting high fucked by Gus. Meanwhile, Dad's watching old movies of his wife dying, and then he starts to have you blue mean dreams. <laughs> and then starts yeah. to have blue dreams. Is it blue ball dreams? That's what I wrote. <laughs> I, it, well, it is now. When yes. he's like boobies, booby dog. Mm -hmm. I couldn't finish. Oh, yeah. And in the dream, in the Blue Balls dream, she says, I can come back, Chase. Like, why? It's her the whole time. It's just her spirit trying to. Trying to come back? So yeah, I, that's it. This is the movie right now. It's her the whole fucking time. <laughs> she made everyone do this from the grave. She was some sort of witch 
and that's how it happened. She got she mm-hmm. invaded the dreams. Was like, bury me there. God damn it, bury me there. I've been telling you for months. It's already fucking Halloween. Yeah, I wrote boobs, but with Zowie's head. Womp womp. Zowie boobs. <laughs> Wowie zowie. <laughs> and then you get the saddest line of all when they leave each other the next morning. Drew goes, Hey, Jeff, do you ever think about running away? <laughs> Jeff goes, All the oh. time. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, these children. Somebody <laughs> get these children out of this town. And this is when. Drew, don't say lines that they're going to be like your last words. I'm going to cry. And then this is where Clyde oh. tries to kill Jeff for some reason with his dirt bike. Yeah. Like, why? There's, there's no rhyme or reason to it because, like, they were just hanging out on Halloween. And nothing know. happened in between it, yeah. hand, really. Like there no, because he goes, yeah, because he goes up and he says, "Thanks for ruining our Halloween." Oh, is he still yeah. pissed about the Halloween? Yes, because that's when he when he yeah. knocks him over or whatever, and he's like, "Thanks for ruining our Halloween." But that's not that wasn't Jeff's fault. Okay, no. why are you telling me? I'm not. Well, I'm asking. Like, I'm why telling, is he I'm mad telling at Jeff? You, you want me to speak for fucking Clyde? <laughs> yes. I can't tell you. Yeah, <laughs> Clyde, I'm not a fucking why bully were you mad at town. Jeff? I need to know why did you want I'm to kill him? I'm not a blonde him? douche from the '90s with a dirt bike. What the fuck do you want me to know? What's going through Jeff's mind? <laughs> Wasn't Jeff? And he had like six Sorry, earrings. Clyde. He did have a lot of the earrings. little fucking cross thing too. The douchey '90s, late mm-hmm. '80s cross thing again. I wrote, Jeff just should have stopped when he heard Clyde on the dirt bike. Like, he would have had to come all the way back around for it. I know. I was like, just, yeah, brakes real quick. Yeah. I know. Because I thought, too, when he was holding the handlebars, when uh, Clyde was next to him, I'm like, okay, grab his handlebars and smash down real hard on that brake. And then he'll go flip over and you'll be okay. (laughs) You might fall, too, but it's not going to be nearly as bad as what's going to happen to fucking Clyde. Yep. I know. And then the thing that I found funny as hell is when Drew saw Clyde going towards them, and he's like, crap, I got to turn around. He falls and over. I don't, know if, <laughs> I don't know if that yeah. was acting or if that was accidental. Because that's just a fat kid on a bike. So. Yeah. Yes. That's the one thing. I was that's like, the that's fat kid on a bike. That's what happens, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fat kid wearing jeans running a bike. This is gonna hey, happen. It's difficult, okay? Oh, my oh. goodness. Then but Crazy yeah, Gus shows up when dressed right well, at the right time. I love how it escalated quickly from Clyde being just a neighborhood dick bully to all of a sudden wanting to maim what's his face, Jeff. Yeah, he graduated he to murder. Weird, yeah. yeah, like real yeah, quick. Yeah, fuck my Halloween yeah. up and now I'm gonna murder you. Is basically See, what that's I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, like okay. there is no there's no rhyme or reason. Like it's just a, it's a pretty big jump from one moment to the next. Because you I'm fucked saying. up my Halloween. <laughs> and I love how when Gus pulls him off, he's just like, "I was just fucking with him. I wasn't gonna, you know, try to murder him or anything." I wasn't gonna try to clip off his nose mm. with his wheel spokes. And I love how but when yeah. Gus starts doing it with the dirt bike, he's like, "I'm just fucking with you." Okay, you're assuming he was gonna murder Jeff, but you don't know that. He might have just been scaring him so it might have been a, a, a next step in his graduation towards murder but it not yeah i'm not saying he would have murdered i don't think he would have murdered him mm-hmm. he was looking to oh, he, was, he was graduating to a new level but it wasn't murder yet all right he had escalated murder. is what the fbi yes. would have said he's, he's escalated <laughs> to a new level that's what i'm saying uh he's on the same path yeah, yeah. and then poor poor dumb bastard drew shows up right at the worst moment and I was like, okay, if he wouldn't have seen, if Drew wouldn't have seen that Gus took out Clyde, would Gus just have not tried to kill him? I don't know. I, don't I, know. I think about that too. And I always, because I thought too, like, what if Drew would have been like, all right, 
just don't tell anybody, Gus. We're good. Like thumbs up. We'll go home. I'll see you at home. We'll have some mashed potatoes. Well, the thing, old Drew being stupid too, sat there and waited for him to start climbing up that hill before he decided, oh shit, I better leave. Well, you saw how hard it is to turn around on that fucking bike. <laughs> what do you want him to do? <laughs> he didn't have to turn around. He could have just pedaled straight. Hey. He could have been like, just fuck it. I'm out of here. I know, man. Just like, just read the room, Drew. <laughs> read the room. <laughs> Oh, and that running through the house scene with Drew, that gave me so much anxiety as a child. When he put the keys up there, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Drew? Keep the keys on you, Drew. Jesus Christ, man. Not just that, though, but if he made it it seem like he locked himself, knocked him out of the house, you're putting the keys up on your little key ring thing next to a door that has glass. Yeah. A lot of it doesn't make sense. And not to yeah. mention the fact that he drove there, so he has his own fucking keys, so he can get in the house if he wants to. So yeah. all you're doing by leaving the fucking keys there is making sure he you don't have any fucking keys. keys. Yeah. Oh. And then the thing with the shot, and then the thing with the shotgun. Oh, which we'll call. You didn't check to see if you had rounds in that before you took it. I know he just cocks it and then and doesn't look. I was like, no, you always check the barrels. Always check your barrels. <laughs> Well, what movies and all that stuff have taught me is you always check like three or four times to see if there's rounds in your gun. Okay, but Gus is a cop and probably has those loaded all the time. So that's probably yeah. why Drew mm-hmm. didn't even think about it. Probably. And then we get a nice car chase because right after Drew <laughs> climbs out the window, the upstairs window. <laughs> his mom shows up. Yeah, and then we get the his mom shows up and they get into this police car chase right into a pod- Potato truck of death. Potato. What's with all the fucking anti-potato propaganda in this fucking movie? (laughs) I don't know, but that foot among (laughs) the potatoes when they see after the crash Mm. is a core memory for me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like solidified in my brain because I saw that as a very young child and I was like, oh God. (laughs) Death by potato. Yes, death by potatoes. Core memory. (laughs) So if the car crash doesn't kill you, the potatoes are going to. The potatoes will. (laughs) He was starched to death. Yes. And, and I love how apparently there was a funeral for those two and Gus went to it. <laughs> yeah. I know. How I want to know the extent of uh, Gus's mental faculties right now. Oh, I know. Because as, the, as the recently deceased. We don't see the funeral, but the next shot is Jeff's dad talking to Marjorie about, you know, the death of his best friends. And he's like, how's Jeff? And he's like, I don't know. I haven't talked to him about his best friend dying. I just thought, you know, he'll be fine. I'll leave him alone to have his own yeah. space that, up there. Yeah, it makes it seem like it was like that, that same day or something, right? Yeah. And then he's watching the news like, yeah. well, the funeral was a couple yeah, days ago. I'm they like, talk- what yeah. the fuck? It's been like four or five days and you haven't talked to him about it yet like what a dick man like he's just horned up because he can't the first time he looked at marjorie he was he stared at her so he was like all right this, it's not what i was expecting but okay and then- i think the dad was just negligent because it really never seemed like he ever actually talked to him because he said he didn't talk to him about the death of his his best friend he I would assume he didn't talk to him about the death of his mom because he just moved him okay. all the way over there yeah there was a scene right where they're sitting there. It's Jeff and the dad, right? And Jeff was like, do you think you and mom would have got back together? And it's the longest fucking pause that he has. like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's convincing, dick. Lie better, dad. (laughs) Lie better. 
my goodness. No, but so the Jeff's dad goes up to the attic for some reason. I guess that's where Jeff lives. He's like, he's been in the attic all day. So Jeff's dad goes up to the attic to talk to him and discovers that Jeff's like got all of his mom's shit out. And he's like, you know, there's a place where I can bring people back. And Jeff's Jeff's dad's like, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> like you need to get your son some fucking yeah. help <laughs> like, stop lying you little bastard you need to take your son to it a psychiatrist like... okay this where, is where this another town? thing where the movie to me again this is where the movie took another weird turn because Jeff looks like he's still in his funeral clothing because he's wearing that black suit something that you would wear to a funeral and he has that weird little sinister look like he's up to something. He's being influenced by something. You're like, yes, okay, now gets, what's going to fucking happen? Jeff yeah. was going to fuck his mom. I wrote I wrote this down is, that Jeff gets a real Norman Bates yeah, vibe. Yeah, because like, it almost looked like he was wearing like a tuxedo kind of thing. Like he was like in a suit, like we're going to get married. Yes. Kind of so like, the, de- the like Jeff's dad is like, I don't believe that you and Drew buried Zowie and he came back to life. Even though a bunch of fucking people have told me that that dog was dead. <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah. been confirmed like three times. I've got two different veterinarian point. professionals. But don't lie, Jeff. <laughs> I've had weird dreams. Zowie actually fucking attacked me the other night. Uh, um, and then he gets a phone call it's from the from the cemetery. It's like, uh, Gus came and dug up your like, wife. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened, uh, but hi, you doc. Your wife's not here anymore. Gus came and just dug her up real quick. I'll be yeah. right there. Like, oh. what are you gonna do? What do you mean I'll be right there? She's not there. <laughs> like love- the dude, like the what you want to call it, the graveyard? Gra- well, I don't know what you want to call them. Was what's he gonna tell him? Oh, okay, let me confirm what I just told you. That I, he dug it up. You see the empty grave. You're like, are you not gonna fucking believe the person that just told you? You gotta come over here, and then this is what happened. Like, okay, what the fuck are you gonna do? But, but it, okay, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here for the for the caretaker real quick. But who the fuck's he gonna call if the sheriff is the one that did it? <laughs> yeah. Like, who the fuck are you gonna call? So you're like, well, if I call the husband, at least it's out of my hands now. Uh, the sheriff came and dug up your wife. <laughs> I just thought the, I should call somebody. You know, I didn't I, really know. I don't know who to call. <laughs> this is some crazy shit. I'm going back to bed. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, like, but, I can't call the cops because they are the cops. And they're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah. So what are you gonna do? I oh, love how goodness. Jeff the, the police walks, then stole your wife. Jeff like walks out of his house and through some sort of swampage and finds a back way to why, the yeah. Indian burial ground. Why is there ground? a swamp now? <laughs> why is there a swamp route to get to the fucking burial ground? I don't why know. is there swampland in Maine? <laughs> I don't know. I love how Marjorie, who's supposed to be watching Jeff, just takes a nap on the couch. Worst fucking housekeeper She really is. And then when she wakes up, she goes upstairs to try to find Jeff. Can't find him. She's like, hey, look at these clothes. I'm going to do a full face of makeup and put on a dead woman's clothes and makeup real fast just because I found it all here. Oh, my goodness. And then poor Zowie gets... And then the dad does... Yeah, and then the dad, wow, for whatever reason, what, he decides to show up to Gus's, Gus's house. Yeah. And Gus has really let Gus, the place go to hell really quickly, too. Oh my well, he's a bachelor now. What is he going to do? He's got no one to cook or clean anymore. He's on his own. He's like, he's fucking, he's got to eat rabbit for. Yeah, he does. And he eats those rabbits. He's just got a whole, like, meat shelf of rabbits. You've got to love how when the dad shows up to the house. As soon as he steps out of the car, he gets immediately attacked by Zowie. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's like, gets his gun out and then just gets attacked. <laughs> I wrote, uh, yeah, yeah, I wrote down, splat, splat, Zowie. Yeah. And then Zowie dies for a second time. <laughs> he gets shot again. 
Yeah. Uh, and then poor Jeff's dad. What is his name? Did we know? Yes. No, Jeff's dad. Jeff's dad is Chase. Chase. And yeah, then Chase. Chase has to fight Gus. And then I, I really always have loved when um, when Gus goes down, he gets shot in the head again. He kind of sputters out. And I've always kind of liked yeah. that because he was cognitive, but he was also very zombie-like. So I, I dug the, the like sputtered out zombie. Yeah, they thing. fucked that kitchen up. Yeah, they like, did. He took, down a, oh he took down a fucking armoire while he was dying in his death scene. I'm like, this is the greatest death ever. Like, yeah. You, you take take it all out this was yeah. after he drilled fucking uh oh, chase's drill. shoulder yes. oh. i'm like we have to get into that because i'm like all right that was pretty cool like now we're gonna start and get into some shit and like it yeah. actually starts getting yeah. into it's, it's some gore and shit gore, like, yeah, but yeah drill that fucking wound. drill scene i'm like oh. yeah you wouldn't be able to use that arm anymore basically like, I, oh. like i the still to this day i can barely watch that scene without like that thing in my ear just like shrilling my whole head together <laughs> like when i see that yeah scene. i can't even imagine like, Oh, it just gives me chills every the pain time. That would be. I mean, it's already you get a chunk ripped out, and you just yeah. Drill, oh. oh, it's such a great scene. Yeah. It's it. This is when it like really. If it had been able to stand on its own, it would have been creepier because it. Just, I feel like yeah. it just gets bogged down with it trying to be a pet cemetery. It could have just had its own story had it not been a pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah. But then mom shows up, and Marjorie gets it right in the eye. Yeah. With a piece of glass, right? Or no, they take her eye. She, like, tries... Well, it was weird how the whole setup of that happened because Chase, the dad, goes up to the attic, sees her laying in the bed, and like, yeah, what do you think is going to happen? That, that chick is dead. Mm-hmm. It's like, you had the zombie Gus guy you just killed. You just you, killed the zombie you know dog. Your, you know your wife's body's been missing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. I want to like, go back what? real quick. Okay. I wrote down, got to go back for that tap, tap, tap. When Gus came out of oh, the house, yeah. I know. Mm. When Chase came out of the house, oh, and then yeah. he goes back yeah. into Gus, and he's like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like, I, good on you, man. Yeah. No one ever good. does that like shit. Yes, you need yeah. to do that. Yes. But yeah, credit to what Paul said. You don't ever anybody see ever do that. Ever since Zombieland, the double tap thing applies to everything. Yeah, especially and it was a nice thing. Especially if things are was, coming back. Like if you know yeah, something is dead, a, <laughs> you do it. And that was smart tap. on him. He didn't just put one. He put like three or four to make sure it was three. I really he wasn't coming back. Tap tap tap. Yeah. Was it three? Gotta okay. go back for that tap tap. Hey, tap. well, Gus was a, a worthy adversary, man. He he yeah. put up a fight. Like you said, they took down yeah. that kitchen. Well, plus he oh, saw he saw what. Uh, what fucking Zowie was about. So he's like, fuck this. Yeah. Tap, 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 baby. Yeah. He's like, I'm not fucking around. Then he finally goes home to deal with his own messed up family. (laughs) (laughs) He goes back to the attic where Norman Bates Jeff is there with his dead mother. Where they were kind of weirdly hugging on the bed. Again, this is just, there's too much weirdness for me. It is very weird. Like he's all Norman Bates up in his little suit and like they're hugging and then she's like i love you and he just smiles weird and you're just like what <laughs> hello mother and then he just snaps out of it and tries to leave and that's when you see the zombie clyde's yes undead clyde of. shows up i yeah. wrote down okay up until this point everyone that's gone that's been pet cemetery is actually what i wrote Everyone that's been pet cemetery at this point has come back kind of the opposite, except for Clyde. He's more of an asshole with worse one-liners. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's the part where he pukes on Jeff and then bites him. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, he's gross, and nasty, and half his face is off. And then mom automatically goes pyro and just starts torching the place. 
Well, she starts knocking everything over. She breaks the glass. And then, yeah, that's when she knocks over the candle and starts setting fire to everything. And I don't remember. Was Jeff's dad just like incapacitated? Clyde, he got, he Clyde got, hit him and then he was just yeah. went down like a bitch and mm. stayed there the whole time, basically. Because he had the axe and he hit him in the head and he said something to him and knocked him out. Uh, and then, uh, well, Jeff, Jeff gets Clyde with electricity to the mouth hole. Eat this asshole yes. is what his his one liner was. Yeah, and it blows up his head, which is actually pretty cool. I like that part though. Yeah, that one is that one is always cool. Uh, and then you and, get the mother screaming, "Don't leave me!" And then they had to put in "Dead is better." Yes. Well, the weird thing was this too is how she started melting, and her scar from her death started showing back up. Yeah. And it started like pussing out, and when what she just started melting, and then that's when what's his face. Uh, Jeff finally decided, oh, shit, what the fuck did I do? And, like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> She's like, don't leave me. I'm like, bitch, you started this fire. Yeah, <laughs> you I, stay. <laughs> I wrote down, mommy melts and Jeffy can now move past his mother's death. And all it took was to electrocute someone else. No, it just <laughs> it took him burying her, bringing her back and then letting her die again to get over. And then he electrocutes Clyde. <laughs> well, he electrocuted Clyde first. Yeah. Before he lets his mommy melt. And then Chase, the dad, and Jeff get into their little weird van thing. They pack up away. and they leave town. And then you have this weird picture outro that's not really an outro with tense music okay, yeah, <laughs> over the yeah. landscape. It's, it's Yeah, it doesn't make any fucking sense. And then you get in credits. I'm like, so wait, did we have two outros here? Is that what happened? I wrote down, uh, what's with the weird photo slash video clips at the end? That's not actually credits. Then I put, because damn it, we paid for these overhead shots. They needed to just use those up. I know. The, the, like You always saw the, the weird picture things, but it was always with an outro credit style thing. Yeah. They always yeah. had the names They're there. Like, and like, I was like, okay, like that makes sense to me because that was a style. But I don't, I don't get the pictures bef- with the background. I, I viewed it as the in memoriam in case you forgot who died. Now you see who died. <laughs> in, case, yeah. in case you didn't remember, in case you fell asleep halfway but, through the movie, yeah. here's who we lost. <laughs> For those we've lost in this film. But they're not really dead, just their characters. Just their characters. Okay, how do you explain it all away as Chase, right? I just put, Gus was obsessed with my wife, killed his own family, and then dug up Renee. Yeah. Yeah, We're leaving. And then set my house on fire with her inside of it. That's what happened. And And somehow somehow Clyde was there. Yeah, I don't know. Things are... I think he was molesting Clyde. Strange things are afoot in (laughs) May, the main... Well, what happened was all of you <laughs> fucking idiots in this town let the children of this town know exactly the secrets and the fucking the details needed to bring people back to life. So, yeah, you guys are stupid. So I put in a fence so we're leaving. and now we're leaving. <laughs> I wrote down just to throw this out there, right? What if the cemetery just makes your body a conduit for a demon, like the next in line kind of thing, right? Why do you always try to put your own Dead weird shit into better. that? That's not what this podcast is about. It is, <laughs> it is what this podcast is Get about. Get your own ideas, Paul. That is better. Uh-huh. Uh, so final thoughts for me is I love this movie. It makes no sense to the original Pet Cemetery, but this movie has a lot of nostalgia for me. Um I've watched it for years and years and years, probably since it came out on TV at some point. Uh, it's ridiculous. The, the the Zowie with boobs is probably the most ridiculous thing you'll see in this movie. Uh, but it's a good time. That poor actress had to wear that. Too. I know. She did. Yeah. 
<laughs> she had to wear like a poor lady. Like a, like <laughs> That's a, how we head. Like a mascot head. Oh. That's a, oh, but gosh. this movie is fun. It it highlights how terrible most adults were in the nineties. <laughs> You think they really were shit? They you, left us all at home. We were the latchkey kids generation. Do you think there are yes. people that saw that as like younger people, you know, in the nineties that saw the Zowie tits thing and like it opened a door for them? What do you mean, furries? Like, like furries? Is that what it called? Like the furries? Know. They, they plushies or That's furries? Okay, yeah, as long like, as what goes on in your bedroom is consensual, do you? I thought I thought furries like you see the boobs and then you see the head and I'm like somebody is getting really off on this thing thinking furries. Well, boobs don't in- excite me, so I don't I don't think I wonder if people are into this <laughs> when I see boobs like you guys do. Oh, I didn't I didn't make this movie, Angie. <laughs> well, hey, apparently it stirred something within you guys. So. Not me. I'm saying. I'm hey, you wrote it. the note. Is all I'm I saying. I didn't write the note. I just had this thought right now. This is mental mental fart. <laughs> But what's your final All thoughts, right. Paul? Um, okay. Uh, it's going to be weird to say this, but as a companion piece to Pet Cemetery, this movie is fucking horrible, right? There's no time ever that I want to be like, you know what? I just watched Pet Cemetery 1, and now I want to watch Part 2. Separately and on its own, this fucking movie is amazing, and it's hilarious, and there's good gore, and there's a lot of fun to be had. But no time do I ever want to watch this with the first one just because it, it's so goddamn different and so campy and off the wall that it it this it's not in the same – it can't be part one and part two for me. Like I can't binge watch these together and watch them in order and expect the same level of you know film or whatever, right? So it's a bad movie and it's a good movie and separately it's a better movie than it is next to part one, I guess. But watch it. It's fun. Wowie zowie. All right, Saul, you're the only one of us that didn't see it as a younger person. So what's your final thoughts? Here's the thing. I'm going to piggyback a little bit on what Paul said. If it has nothing to do with the first one, if you go in there expecting to think it has anything really to do with the first one, then you're going to be let down. I think what they should have done is they should have just left it on its own standalone movie in the same universe. Um, we watched a little bit more of the Into the Darkness thing, and they talked about how, with Halloween 3, if how everybody expected to see the Michael Myers tie-in and everything. And what they wanted to do is what they should have done with that one, and I think what they should have done with this one, like they said, let them be their own standalone movies in the universe. That way, people would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I think if you would have done this with, with the second Pet Cemetery, and not called it Pet Cemetery 2, if you would have just kind of looted or brought it around somehow like that it would have been that much better a movie but if you try at all in any way tried to connect it to the first one that's what just makes this a horrible shit movie but if it's a standalone it can be okay so if you do that it's funny that you say that because i was actually gonna i was actually gonna (laughs) in my final thoughts i was actually gonna say yes but in my final thoughts i was gonna say uh it's the halloween three (laughs) okay i call i call bullshit on that though because in halloween three they show halloween one so not really in the same universe it's not that's true so i love halloween three by the way we need to do halloween three we do but that's not a shitty sequel (laughs) not for september i mean for maybe october yeah but like I said, if you do that, then I think you will enjoy this movie a lot better. But trying to compare it and like Paul said, 
finishing watching the first one and thinking, oh, I immediately need to go see the second one, then yeah, it's it it's that weird dynamic with it. It is what it is. It's now that you've listened listen to us watch this movie, you'll know what to expect and go within that, and you'll probably have a better appreciation of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact: I had a huge crush on uh, Edward Furlong as a child. <laughs> <laughs> It really did it for me when I was a little girl, yes. (laughs) And so that's why I saw this movie as early as I did, because yeah, I had a huge crush on Edward for a long long. 90s. He was in everything, okay? (laughs) So sue me. (laughs) He was in like five movies, man. Come on. Well, that was everything to me as a child. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But that is it for this week. Uh, We are coming back next week with Tales from the crypt bordello of blood as a shitty sequel and boy oh oh boy are we gonna have fun with that one um so make sure to like subscribe share tell all your friends about this wonderful podcast and you can check us out on facebook twitter and instagram you can support us on patreon by going to patreon.com backslash scary nerd you can check out more horror entertainment news at scary nerd.com and like i said we'll be back next week with bordello of blood anything else If you want any stickers or anything, please email us at podcast at scarynerd.com. Hello to all of our international listeners. We've got a lot of of fans in the UK recently. Yes, our UK numbers have really jumped up there. So hello. Hello hello to you. No, I'm sorry. Across the pond. I'm sorry. Sorry at that horrible accent. We'll be better. (laughs) We'll be better. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.